1: When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a €10 free bet when you bet €20 worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're Betfair.
2: Max €10 free bet per day.
0: Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or one to two or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples
3: or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. This
0: is
2: a crowd podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hello, welcome to 21st Century Football, a complete guide to football since the year 2000. I'm joined, as always, by Stat to the Man to the Dave. How are you? Wow,
3: busted. Didn't think that would happen on this podcast, but I can actually sing the entirety of the Thunderbirds Are Go busted tune. Don't know why that happened, but it did. Says
2: more than so more about you than we will ever know. Adam Brown, how are
0: you? Uh, more of a crush the wedding kind of guy, to be honest. Yeah, uh, good stuff, honest, yeah. But, you know. If
2: you think about it, Thunderbirds Are Go is actually a commercial cop-out, which, I don't know, says a lot about Dave. Uh We will kick off this episode, as we do, by looking at the Wikipedia page of a man that's going to be... I was going to say top five in the, when we get down to the rankings, but as we know, Dave, the rankings might go out the window a little bit in this series.
3: It's Thierry Henry. I think we've got to do Thierry a lot of justice here, guys. We do. Well, I'm going to say it early. Scoring fairly. Okay. Like well, I'm looking at you when we say that as well. Looking at me? Yeah, yeah. I, I score very fairly. And
2: as always, we just like to get to know our... I was going to say, I guessed that would be a privilege. And here it he is, be, Thierry Henry. It would be a privilege. Um, uh, but yeah, let's get to that Wikipedia page. It's Thierry Daniel Henry. I was just pointing um, in Daniel. Daniel, yeah, yeah.
0: I never knew that. Right. Da- Daniel? This is why you so stunned? Was, yeah, bit, I'm stunned. Yeah? What is, well, I'm, you, I'm stunned. I mean, I think there's probably bigger things to focus on than the middle name. But. I
3: just thought Daniel. for like Thierry Daniel. Henry is such a beautiful name, but Daniel
2: in the middle. <laughs> you speak a bit of French, don't you? I would <laughs> it'd be more like Daniel. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Just be... I just Daniel. went to primary school with a lot of Daniels yeah. so i just class it as a bit of a like a,
3: a Florian Thierry Florian Henri. you know that'd be a beautiful name well it's a Daniel uh, Thierry Daniel Henri,
0: born 17th of August 1977 he is considered to be one of the greatest strikers of all time often been debated as the greatest player in the history of the Premier League uh, I think that's certainly something which a lot of people wouldn't disagree with uh, in 2003-2004 he was actually the runner-up for the FIFA World Player of the Year and was runner-up for the Ballon d'Or in the former year as well obviously we're going to focus probably a lot on his time at Arsenal which is uh, certainly where he made uh, his mark in the Premier League he transferred to Arsenal for 11 million back in 1999 Mm. Uh, his mentor and coach was Arsene Wenger and he became a prolific striker and Arsenal's all-time leading goalscorer, 228 goals in all competitions and he won the Premier League Golden Boot a record four times two FA Cups two Premier League titles with Arsenal including one during that unbeaten season dubbed the Invincibles so straight away just from the premier league stats alone we're talking about one of the top players of the 21st century
2: um i'll let you into a little secret Go um, obviously I'm a Birmingham City fan but I did actually own an Arsenal shirt from that year because Ooh. as a as a child I was just transfixed by this team that was just demolishing the whole Premier League
0: I, mean, I thought you were going to say you're just a big fan of the Dreamcast one of the, one of the two was, Dreamcast
2: was it O2 uh, yeah it was O2 yeah. I wasn't privileged enough to have a Dreamcast actually because I was a big fan of Crazy Taxi but that's uh, a friend I, of the I day you know, mate. what did a game you... <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> what a game obviously his final season at Arsenal became club captain he led
0: him to the 2006 UEFA Champions League final and then in 2007 he ended up Transferring, of course, to Barcelona, and he became a part of that incredible Barcelona team. 2008 2009, he was a key part of the uh, historic treble where they won the La Liga, Copa del Rey, and of course the UEFA Champions League as well. And then let's look at his career from an international perspective. Think about what he's won internationally France, Euro 2000, 2003, FIFA Confedera- Confederations Cup. French player of the year, five times named the UEFA Euro 2000 team of the tournament. Awarded both the 2003 FIFA Confederations Cup Golden Ball and Golden Shoe, and he was also named to the 2006 FIFA World Cup All-Star Team. And in 2007, in October, he became France's record goalscorer. There's like no record he hasn't broken. It's ridiculous.
2: I think uh, when they won Euro 2000, I would have been nine, so my tiny brain couldn't comprehend that anyone else would ever win an international competition. Yeah. I just thought it was just France for life, and that yeah. was how it was going to be.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, on the back of that, we won't say the Previous tournament they won, we can't, no, no. We can't mention that because a uh, different era. Um, but yeah, that, that yeah, they won the world cup, but
3: let's just say it's so a yeah, don't go two foot in us,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, yeah, two years really. before that. I mean, you do the math. Um, they did win another major tournament, but I know what you mean, Will. I think that 2000 for me was like Henri was one of those figureheads of that era where he just felt like he was winning everything,
2: yeah. And, and we, uh, we've mentioned it a lot as well, but that era of international football was still that sort of special era where you'd get introduced to your likes of your Zidane and even in which we don't talk about but obviously that's where he sort of
0: launched onto the world stage as well The France team in general had so many big players and characters as well that he sort of felt an affinity with weirdly because I think for definitely people probably similar to us guys you kind of went on that journey almost with them didn't you and, and they really kind of you know they were front and centre of that international kind of yeah. football culture at the time, I suppose. But, I mean, from a club perspective as well, that he, he was really firing 2000... The early 2000s were just... It was just the Henri show in the Premier League, wasn't it?
3: I think that was a, it was a big transfer, wasn't it? 11 million. It was, it was a big gamble. Time, yeah. You know, not playing at Juventus, but Arsene What ben would get, 11 million get you now? Exactly. It doesn't get you Thierry Henry. That would be about 120 million, let's say. But I think his, his development and the teams that he was part of, his, his relationship with Bergkamp, with, with Lundberg, with you know, a whole host of of players at Arsenal, you know, he was the one that was just there. And he was still there, as you know, as people moved in, moved out, as Fabregas got into the side, Omri was still the captain. And I think that the beauty of Omri is, you know, he's kind of like the first player that really finessed the ball in a certain sense. You know, a lot of finishes with the inside of his his, uh, right foot coming from left-hand side. And he he just, you know, he's always going to be a player that we regard as one of the greatest ever in the Premier League, if if not the greatest. I think he's up there with Cristiano Ronaldo, Alan Shearer, in terms of greatest players. And I think he scored a whole host of different types of goals as well. Um, You know, one of the ones that jumps out is that volley against Manchester United, the little flick and the turn, uh, lobbying Fabian Barthez, which wasn't that difficult, but it was an unbelievable goal. And it just shows the, the brilliance. And football being an art, very much. You think of Henri as an artist, more, more than a player.
0: I think he's one of the first players, like you said, that it really changed. I don't know why you're laughing
3: about that. that you know <laughs> it, I was I was thinking about when you're talking about the ninety eight World Cup and I was just thinking we played that monopoly so many times and France were a blue team, I think. So, you know, dark blue. I mean I've heard some shit on
2: this podcast before, but uh, an artiste. What would you describe Henri as a player then? Good lad. Good lad. No, I fit, no, I know. Like he changed,
0: especially in the you know the, the Premier League, he changed what was expected of a striker as well. I think in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. He, he used to be like you know a striker was just someone who's going to put the ball in the net, but he had so much more to his game. Whether that's whether or not that's because he came from uh, playing wider initially before he came over to England, I don't know. But he he, he just seemed to add so much more to the, his game rather than just. I mean, listen, he scored bags you know, bags full of goals, but there was something else that I think once he had kind of announced himself in the Premier League, other strikers then had to kind of really
3: up their game and, and match the benchmark that he set. I think it was the first ever wide forward. I think we've yeah. really, there's so many wide forwards now, Ronaldo, Messi, to just name two. Um, but that was Omri. Omri would have played that role if he'd come through now and he would have been as good goal scoring wise. Another thing with Omri as well, like we talk a lot about false nines and all that rubbish. Omri was probably the first false nine in the Premier League where he Played didn't play in that that central forward position when Arsenal moved to a one striker system. Of course, you know Burkamp was playing next to him, behind him, you know, creating for him. But when it sort of moved away from that and Arsenal went to a four five one, Henry was so good at vacating that space, so good at moving away, allowing the likes of Lundberg, Reyes. Remember you know, Reyes? You know, God rest his soul. But what a player he was, and the, the, the link up with Henry, I think that's the beauty of Henry. Brilliant first touch, brilliant in front of goal. The only thing you could probably criticise him for wasn't amazing with his head. He had, he had everything oh, else Oh I'm sorry
0: Dave He didn't need to be Necessarily did he Because that you, wasn't Rob. Really his game but and, and the way Arsenal played It was so yeah. quick But you also I think He was cool wasn't he
2: Yeah Well so we wouldn't did, have Had all, without yeah, him yeah, was just, I was also thinking When you said the
3: word Finesse I actually don't think that was in
2: the vocabulary before he came. No, I think that's the way that we
3: describe things now, but we didn't. Dis- it wouldn't have been there.
2: You wouldn't literally have a move on FIFA like your R1 circle without Thierry on rim, No, the finesse finish. Which has now been reduced, rightly so, um, because it was overpowered, wasn't it, Dave?
3: Well, it used to be when I played it in about two thousand and fourteen, I've retired from international uh, FIFA gameplay. So <laughs> Yes, man. um you know, but Omri was a was a great player in, in FIFA, a great player in any video game, tall, athletic, strong, quick, superb. And I think it's it's one of these things where we will, you know, remember the great Arsenal teams when they were winning trophies, winning the Premier League. Omri's the leading line.
0: Would do you think that you know, obviously the, a lot's been made of like, you know, um the football culture that was Brought through at Arsenal, and obviously Arsene Wenger was the catalyst for that. Mm -hmm. But you think Henri, in some ways, was more of the face of of that? Because you know, I mean, obviously, Arsenal had so many French players and they were brilliant. But, you know, you can talk about Vieira and Petit and people like that. What do you think, Henry? I feel like he was more of the, the figurehead because he was probably scoring the goals, but might link back to the fact that we saw him popping up on adverts a little bit more. He was a marketable kind
2: of guy. But he, I think he was almost sort of like the the golden standard, especially like when Vieira and Petit leave, because we've talked about Roy Keane before. When you signed in to come in, you sort of look to him for leading the way forward. And I think Thierry Henry did that, but maybe, you know, not in the same way Roy Keane would have done. He'd have done it in a bit, bit more... Uh, more for French way. Yeah.
3: But the cooler. But yeah, coming into to Arsenal in in 2000 um and after that not scoring uh, you know fewer than 15 Premier League goals um uh, when playing a full season is an incredible record and the longevity there uh, you've got uh, you know 8 seasons that you're just doing it over and over again. And as well, we consider like Europe as a thing. He played 85 uh, games in Europe for Arsenal and scored 42 goals. That's a pretty good record as well. And he will be regarded as one of the best goal scorers in Premier League history. And and that's one of the reasons why. It's just the longevity, the ability to... Evolve, and I think Omri definitely evolved from when he joined Arsenal. Speaking about the evolution, he obviously did it as a
2: pundit as well. Uh, we wouldn't have the famous touching of knee of Jamie Carragher after the I think it was oh, the yeah. Brendan, Brendan Rodgers announcement. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch me again. <laughs> um, and we've also now seen him go into the dugout um, at. Montreal impact is that correct football
3: club Montreal as
2: well they're changing their brand but he's Um, been linked with a couple of um, English jobs most recently as of recording Bournemouth he hasn't got that but I sort of we normally bring a video to the table but I don't know if you remember this when he was in
3: charge of Monaco for that brief stint Um, five wins in 20 games with a team that contained Fabregas Falcao Golovin so he did well or he didn't do well didn't do very well. Lost 5-1 to Strasbourg in his second-to-last game as manager. <laughs> Strasbourg, good
2: to I can't even say the name. Um, but of him making the player push the chair back, do you remember that? It was, a, oh. it was a press conference, and it was sort of like a real dressing down in front of the public, which I just thought,
0: it's just a bit rank, that. It's weird, because when you've been such a successful player, there's this expectation instantly of going, well, you're probably just going to win everything as a manager, aren't you? Because you yeah. you, all you know is success,
3: but it doesn't always work like there's that. There's a lot of talk of him... Wanting the player, like not understanding why the players couldn't do things, <laughs> so like on the, the training ground, being like, why, why can't yeah, you yeah, do yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which you know, I think the beauty of Omri is that we'll, we'll remember as a player, not as a manager. We'll be, be persuaded. So yeah, you're writing off his whole
2: managerial career right now.
3: So to not have a positive win rate at Monaco and Montreal Impact, that is a bit of a red flag. So he's he's, he's done. Statman Dave says done no, that. Look, management. if he continues his development, like he's worked closely with uh, Roberto Martinez. If he can pull off some of that, some of that out in his management style, maybe. But I'm going to remember him as a player. I think that's the thing. It, it, that's where you, you know, Arsenal fans will remember him as that. Yeah, the comeback as well, which we'll probably talk about yeah. a little bit later on. It, it's a big moment for for them, and you think about him as a player as well. It wasn't just at Arsenal. Yeah, he, he nearly got there at Arsenal with the Champions League. The performance, you know, he was unplayable that season.
2: What a final that was as yeah, well Was that Who was it that got sent off Was it, it Jens Lehmann got sent off Jens Lehmann got sent off
3: And then they still went Sol Campbell them. scored I think he mm, was He came yeah. back didn't
2: he Sol Campbell Scored yeah. a
3: goal And then uh, There was a, a full back That came on and changed the game Ah uh, yes Bell Oh uh, Belletti. Belletti. Belletti? Belletti Belletti Yeah it yeah Belletti? Ended up at Chelsea didn't he yeah. 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 yeah Was it Belletti that made the impact Yeah yeah I think, I think it, it was yeah, yeah, Someone A, a random player came on the bench And just went absolutely massive Henrik Larsen as well Yeah putting a good display that afternoon. It, just, it was weird because it, 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 it felt
0: like for that Arsenal team it, it was almost like last chance saloon for, for, for them because yeah. it felt like a lot of those players were going to move on mm. if they didn't do it then and it was weird because they'd had so much success for the previous sort of five years before that where they'd had the Invincibles team and they'd had you know they'd won the Premier League a couple of times or whatever and it didn't quite happen for them and, and you just think <laughs> like that Jens Lehmann was reckless and straight away you thought right the back's against the walls here, against the wall here. but I always think Dave for you as a, as a United fan did you ever you know, obviously Arsenal were, the, were United's big rivals in the Premier League at that time. And it was kind of, you know, flip-flopping between United and Arsenal. who was going to win the league. Did you ever hate Henri? <laughs> no,
3: no. You feel like I, United I never hated I him. I don't think he... Again, he's like an artist. I think it would be wrong to hate Art. But he was like, the, hate that he was like the
0: key striker for your rivals. And, and there, was never, there never seems to be But then, hate it, for it. It, like,
3: I think it, like, you, you, you have that more... The admosity to players that, like, go and put in the strong tackles. Like, the Vieras of the world, the... You know, players that like wind you up in that sort of sense. Adams, Keown. Yeah, there was a little bit of a musty there. Obviously, the treatment of Rivan Nistelroi was disgusting. But Thierry Henry never could never say a bad word about Thierry Henry because it was so beautiful to watch him. And I think that as a football fan, aesthetically, that's kind of what you want. You want someone that can glide. You want someone that can finish in such a varied manner, but also impact games in a positive way. Like, Henry was, wasn't was renowned for cropping people, for getting booked, for diving. It was all very fun when talking about Thierry Henry and, and his style of football. I think is you know, we talk about Mbappe. Mbappe is very similar to Henry. Stylistically very very similar. And French. And, you know, congratulations. Well, yeah, he is French. Ten points to the man in the middle. That's why I'm here, guys. Uh, But no, just in terms of that, like you know, he's inspiring generations with his style because it was that good. Dave, I believe you've got a stat that almost highlights this in its essence. Yeah, well, I think the big thing that jumps out from a stats perspective is, you know, we can talk about him being top scorer in, in four separate seasons, but he still holds a record that's never been beaten. 20 goals and 20 assists in a Premier League season or more than 20 goals and 20 assists in a season. Nobody's got anywhere near that. De Bruyne got close, but that is an incredible record. To impact your team in a creative sense, but also in a goal-scoring sense, it shows how pivotal he was in that team and how good he was.
2: Yeah. Ad, you've been very lucky at Manchester City to have quite a few good strikers over the years. Um, Where do you rank Thierry Henry? Is he the best striker in the history of the Premier League? I think for me, it's going to be... He's in the top three.
0: I think Shearer's in there and Aguero as well. Yeah. Um, I was talking about strikers. Obviously, Ronaldo, you could argue he's yeah, not an out-and-out okay. striker. But um, I think, I, I, do you know what? I'm going to say I think Henri probably is the best striker in the Premier League yeah. history. I think, I know Shearer's numbers are better in terms of actual goals scored, but like Dave said there, how often do you get a, an out-and-out striker who's playing as the striker of a team who's going to get you 20-plus assists a season? It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. So I think for me, Henry... Yeah, and I do think there's away from the pitch again, just the way that he kind of what he embodied, his image as yeah. well. There was just the I, face I, of Renault, exactly. No, there was just so there was just so much about him at the time, and you know we, we think we've spoken of, often on this podcast about you know it was really the rise of of, of players becoming marketable and uh, endorsements and stuff, and he was just a dream probably for sponsors to work with. One,
2: just on that, how many people? Let think now, how many people do you know that own a clear? Think now, I I think I can name two or three, and we're talking ten years after his career. Really? Do you, reckon, um, do, I, you I, must know someone I, I that knows a I, I yeah, probably I know not two or three. Yeah,
3: you must know someone that knows a uh, Clio. No, and I don't know if it would be Thierry Henry would be the reason they buy the Clio. But, but I'm
2: just saying he's got a lasting impact, not just in the football world, but in the car industry as well. Yeah, I reckon.
0: <laughs> but do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but the thing is, when you think you, you, you think, no, laughing, when a you it, think it, about yeah. a Clio, you think about Henry, don't yeah. you?
3: Yeah, you, you do. I don't, I'm gonna be honest guys. I really? don't. no don't you know you, Do you not think Premier League goals, it? yeah think Thierry Henry Cleo, Henri,
2: no. I'm not denying his on field ability, Dave. I'm but just saying that a few poor people would have bought Clio's because he was sick at football.
0: Dave, if someone pulled up next to in a Cleo and said, Name me a footballer
3: John Joe Shelby <laughs> Shiny. <laughs> You're listening to 21st
0: Century Football. We're going to take a little ad break. We'll be back after this.
3: Over the centuries, the world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare.
1: Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Austin.
3: There is no charm equal to
1: tenderness of heart. And Jermaine Penham. I pulled two birds and I went home, which is nearly a
3: proverb. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club podcast, the only book club that's less Charles Dickens, more Paul Dickoff. And you can listen to our brand new series right now by searching Football Book Club wherever you get your podcasts.
1: When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day. This week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a €10 Euro free bet when you bet €20 Euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair.
2: Max €10 Euros free bet per
0: day. Each bet must have at least one selection a minimum odds of minimum mods of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus visit gamblingcare.ie.
1: ACAST recommends podcasts we love.
2: If you are looking for a brand new true crime podcast, listen to The Making of a Detective, brought to you by The Irish Sun. The series is out right now and focuses on many of Ireland's most notorious cases and the man who once solved them. In episode one, Pat Mary's story begins with the historic 2007 conviction of the murderer Joe
1: O'Reilly. Put his thumb up when he said, I see a Pat, like, you know, as if to say, F you, you can't get me. Follow
2: along as we share the dramatic details of each case. Download The Making of a Detective.
1: ACAST is home to the world's best podcasts, including the critically acclaimed West Cork and the one you're listening to right now.
2: So Arsenal, Barcelona. Um, Then he went to New York Red Bulls. And then there was a sort of a, a fleeting return to Arsenal, but in true Thierry Henry style, he did it in style, didn't he?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously there's always that thing about, you know, they say never go back, but it's too difficult if you're a club legend. Never go back. It, it, it's, I don't know, though. I think that the fans wanted it, didn't they? Do you know what I mean? And when there's a whisper that it might happen, and obviously it happened, and he's not going to do things by halves, it's Thierry Henry. So he goes back and inspires them to some sort of FA Cup run he scored that goal I think it was uh, Leeds I think it was against
2: he literally comes off the bench and I think it's his if not his first it's definitely his second touch where he just and it's a true Thierry Henry goal isn't it where he kills so and a little side footer a little side See, footer I'm a, I, I'm a finesse
0: I'm a bit of a stickler for squad numbers I don't like Squad numbers that don't feel right, right sometimes. I remember when he came back. One thing I was excited. I thought, oh, Thierry Henry's coming back to Arsenal. This is going to be amazing. Arsenal fans must be buzzing. It's great to have such an iconic player back in the Premier League. The 14 shirt wasn't available. Who had that then? I don't know. Theo but he, Walcott was oh, it? Would have been Walcott, yeah, Maybe. Oh. yeah. Oh. But it was so he had to settle for
2: the 12. Oh, don't feel right, does it? No, nah, that's, that's a second <laughs> choice goalie. That <laughs> mm. <laughs> I thought, I'd,
0: I'd think the number two. Yeah, I'd think more of a fullback at 12. See, so I'm, I'm doing my football manager squad. squad yeah, members. yeah, oh yeah, same. Yeah, I'm not putting. I put 13 as a sub keeper. Anyway, we get sidetracked. But what I'm saying is, I don't know we if I used the number 12. He came back. You know, he's older. He's not going to be exactly the same player as he was. But it's just something about that influence that he had straight away, and he seems to sort of raise people's games around him. And he's just so tell, like, he's like. I tel- think
3: Arsenal, Arsenal, like that. have yeah, lacked oh, someone to to hold standards, and I think that's you know, post Arsenal without Omri, it's been a bit rocky. I think Van Persie had a good stint where he was carrying them for a bit. Well, and he think, tried, didn't he?
2: He tried to take it up to the boardroom and they just said, on your way off to Man United.
3: Yeah, which, yeah, again, is, is an issue for Arsenal, obviously, with Wenger and the deterioration over the years. Omri uh, just held such standard. and I think modern players maybe don't hold do, enough Do you think standards. it's an example of where
0: actually going back did work? I know, obviously, he was only there for a, a tiny amount of time, wasn't he? But... You know, you look at you can have an impact even in a couple of games like that. Do you think it was the right thing for him to do? Or does it, no, it's,
3: it's not like it's not tarnished is It wasn't great. I'm going to be honest. He really? scored that goal, when he wasn't great. Apart from that. You, you don't, it's not tarnished him though it's no, not like it's should not, have oh it. definitely not tarnished it but it just feels like you don't remember that you don't want to remember that period mm. like the Omri you want to remember is the Omri that's scoring nine goals in 18 games against Man United nine goals against yeah. uh, Liverpool you know two of the best teams in the league Chelsea goals against Chelsea uh, goals in Europe yeah performances in Europe that's what you want to remember with Omri yeah. not the you know the FA Cup and let's not forget as well just to
0: touch on he was part of that Barcelona team which was unbelievable
3: that that era of Messi, Barcelona. Messi, Etou, Omri. That you, is one hell of a strike force. And, and you
0: know, sometimes, especially with players that are played in the Premier League, and we see the best of them, and sometimes they might go abroad or they get a move and it's not quite the same or whatever, but he actually still kept his standard, got in that team, played mm. a massive part in their, you know, as I mentioned at the start of the episode, they got that treble of that season and he was a big part of that. So, you know, sometimes you think, oh... We've, again we spoke about in the past where they have like two or three seasons where they're incredible he did it for what how many seasons ten maybe
2: but we speak about standards and how well he did in the Premier League but I will never forget the day that he tried that penalty with Robert Pirès, <laughs> 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 because I mean we moan about the short corner uh, and that's you know I mean maybe that's got its place in the modern game but to be 12 yards out have a shot at the keeper and I think they're only one nil up, if not nil. 0 It was against Man City, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, when we're marking him later, that will be a mark off every section for me. Disgraceful. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> what? You want to try something new? You want to be revolutionary in the world? You have to try things. It's the beauty of Thierry Henry. The artist in him. That was a bit of art. He tried it. May not have come out That's off. like me trying art. Absol- just throwing shit at a canvas and hoping it sticks. Yeah, but that's not Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry's like a Picasso.
2: I mean it was great for match of the day that was one of them tuning look what Thierry Henry and Robert Pires have done the pair of fools um, but you got a penalty hit the penalty
0: it was a bit odd that. it was strange and I know what you mean it's like you know can we put it down to him being a maverick or whatever but sometimes you just don't overcomplicate it do you know what I mean yeah
3: <laughs> um, I've also been reminded you of two it. would be stuck in the like, middle ages if that you two <laughs> were in charge Jesus I'm just, I'm just where's the evolution oh, look well, I'll try something out of pe- you know who, who we got inspiration from for that Oh. Johan Cruyff right yeah bang No, big, I, a big dog in the you day you know I, I joke you know I and jest. Thierry Henry was quite like in terms of position wise a little bit like Johan Cruyff um, starting that centre forward position drifted the left hand side dropped off the line total football Arsenal played played some total football in the time that Henry was under Wenger that was in that lovely um, it was
2: there last year at Highbury as well wasn't it because it was that lovely sort of what would you call it like dark maroon
3: mm. you know, the, mm. the purple yeah oh, imagine yeah, it yeah. about
2: art oh, what colour was it
3: like a purpley, maroon-ish. It was a nice kit, that. Lovely kit, that. Favourite Arsenal kit of all time, Dave? Quite like some of the new stuff they're doing, actually. So Adidas I've actually got a vested interest in Arsenal, not like the other clubs that they've got.
2: Wow, interesting.
3: Um, one thing that I'd be, if you're listening in
2: Ireland, I think we'd be remiss of not mentioning. Oh, oh yeah. I know where this is going. Oh, dear. Is the handball. Uh-oh. <sighs> Anyone want to d- dive dive in? Or just d- putting it out there. Yeah. Because... Uh, he's been very gracious after it but I mean is that a mark against his name when we get down to the rankings later on
0: would you do it
2: to get my country to the yeah. World Cup absolutely not really no of course I would yeah I'll be straight in there I'll be carrying it in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say no you wouldn't of course you'd do it you'd do it but then you'd be like very I think he's played it perfectly hasn't he yeah. like you know there's oh, no di- point denying it yeah there's no point denying it I think I'd have played it... it more ruthlessly I just think I it's did like... it yeah and we won So what? I just think it's more on the officials, that one, because it's so obvious. It's not like a little, like, it's brushed his arm. He's absolutely (laughs) forearmed it. Little flick on. (laughs) Let's get to iconic moments. He created so many. uh, Good, bad and ugly, but mainly good and great. Um, Ad, I'll come to you first.
0: Uh, Well, do you know what? I'm going to talk about something which uh, Dave said before was an easy goal to score. The one against United in um, the year 2000. Um, I remember United wearing that kit. remember that kit, that? navy blue with like a really thin stripe through it. Do you remember it? I always think of Yap Stam in that kit. Um And the ball comes to him, flicks it up, sp- on the turn, bang, past know That's not an easy goal to
3: score. I think that's the type of goal that you watch and you go into the back garden and you, you practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see if you can do it. And I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've got it in my locker. Uh, I haven't really pulled it out though enough. It's mm-hmm. a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I egg your croc now. It's so done, knee gone. Um, Unfortunate. That's a shame. Big, big shame. What's your iconic moment? Bro? Uh, I think it's got to be the Bernabeu. I was thinking that. 2005, 5-6 season. Yeah. What a performance. That's one of the best striking performances I've ever seen. Uh, and away at the Bernabeu as well. Making a mockery of Sergio Ramos and Guti and the rest of the gang. It was just incredible. In the opening 10 minutes, what he played two amazing passes off the line one to Reyes one to Lundberg and I think that's the part of Omri's game that we forget about that he was this brilliant player you know taking a touch a little bit of skill turning himself face to the goal and then sliding the team out through but as well the goal was fantastic running past what three Real Madrid players making an absolute mockery of their midfield and defence you know was it Gravison in midfield for Real Madrid at that point (sighs) Well, I mean that is a mockery in itself, but yeah, because yeah, there was that weird time where Gravison and who was the other one that played for Everton, Lee Carsley, very very similar, yeah, <laughs> on the pitch. But no, to, away from that performance, you know, getting Arsenal to a final and carrying them on his on his shoulders, that was another tournament where you, you had one player that just literally elevated their team massively, and that was Omri. Love
0: that. What's your, what, what about you, Will?
3: Uh, well, I was going to go for that one, but so um,
2: I might actually go for for the time I met him. Actually, oh. Here we uh, go. Yeah, it was oh. in uh, it was in LA. Um, oh, I just signed for LA Galaxy, and um, he was sort of showing me around, and it was part of the the journey episode two on FIFA um, as Alex Hunter. Hold on. Hang on, he he went to LA Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, he, he played for New York Red Bulls. Yeah, sorry, I I'm Alex Hunter in the journey, <laughs> and I signed for LA Galaxy, and he he was showing you the ropes. He was showing me the ropes. We went to a party together, um, sort of at, at that time as well. I just I just left Man United. And there was sort of like a sort of really weird time for me. He just needed a sort of an arm round, didn't you? probably? He just needed to anything. get out. And Big Thierry was there, obviously, he done don't it in America. not this podcast <laughs> anymore. Um, <laughs> and he sort of just put his arm around me and really enjoyed my time out there. Lost in the playoffs, but you know. Where did you go after that? Or was it? Uh, I think I went to Madrid. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just due to EA Sports licence and getting the Champions League back. Obviously, I had to highlight the Galacticos.
0: I thought, let's do a little bit of... A game of how well we know Henri As, as a person Because I feel like As I mentioned before He is A player that we did See off the pitch quite a bit In terms of his endorsements And you know His appearances And things mm-hmm. like that So a little bit of oh, A v. game um, It's going to be called uh, Vrai ou
3: faux Which is true or false Nice In French I've got yeah. an A GCSE Little so lesson for you that Will yeah, you is is I knew that already Did you? Fre- French ex-girlfriend right. I
2: am um, I actually yeah. <laughs> There's a lot
0: of faux going on in that relationship. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
3: laughs>
0: uh, right, okay. Um are we are we ready for vrai or faux? Okay, so uh the way we're gonna work is well, a couple a couple of questions there and then you gotta give me an answer if you think it's vrai ou faux. Uh, first of all, Thierry Henry's favourite song is We Are the Champions by Queen.
2: I think there's a lot of European people that's a gr- <laughs> very very astute observation wow there,
3: wow the- we are getting some knowledge on this uh, podcast some, today. some <laughs>
2: would say millions i think um you know like english bands have the top english bands have a bigger reach yeah i can see that it could be uh is it fred well we're going to see what dave thinks as well
3: Foo. i've got a feeling tiaron Marie's like favorite band is like the foo fighters or something. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> It is vrai, it's true. Yeah. Well done. Well, it is, That's indeed. not the Thierry I know. <laughs> you don't know Thierry like
2: that. Right, after.
0: okay. Uh, question number two. Thierry Henry is a big fan of movies and has had cameos in the goal series and the Entourage movie.
2: Oh now is goal. A- Good God. Uh, definitely wasn't it Oh was it?
0: Dave, you're going first on this one, by Sorry. the way. Before really he's sure going out. Yeah. So yeah. the goal franchise and the Entourage movie. Yeah. He's had cameos in
2: both. Four. I think it's a four from me, sir.
0: It's vrai. It's true. He's, he's been in goal. goal. Which he's goal is he in? He's in goal number two, apparently. I've goal not two. watched that one. Goal two. Only I think it's only a fleeting appearance. Bugger! But apparently he's in uh, both of those. Uh, question number three: Thierry Henry turned down the number eight shirt on his return to Arsenal as he didn't want the shirt to appear to reference Henry the Eighth.
3: Good God. <laughs> that's a very very solid thing to do Thierry if if he did that look, Henry was a little bit of a loser. say Henry 8 yeah so he, oh and, and, right yeah, sorry yeah, what did yeah, you yeah.
1: think
2: like, the, what, <laughs> I just thought he had a real like right passion for history passion passion. Really, uh, passion for history and, what, he, was and he was like, like oh, I don't want people to think of Henry VIII <laughs> right
0: go on so obviously if you had the 8 shirt <laughs> 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 so, uh, I'll tell you again. Thierry Henry <laughs> turned on the number eight shirt on his return to Arsenal as he didn't want the shirt to appear to reference Henry VIII. True or false?
2: Four.
0: <laughs> it's, four. it's false. I it's false. It is. I'm completely made up. That's
3: a great line. There go you
0: on. go. I know. I mean, you, 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 I still don't feel like you fully understood that question. No, I'm, well, I'm
3: sorry, man. Yeah. Will, do you get it? Right, Henry okay. Uh, there we wives. go.
0: Uh, number four. In 2012. Thierry Henri had plans to build a 30 foot fish tank in his house which would have cost 250000 pounds but he later scrapped the idea. Faux. What are you thinking, Dave?
3: He's a footballer, right? He's got some cash lying about. They usually do stupid stuff, but Thierry seems like a smart man. So he maybe have the idea, then bins it. I'm mm. gonna go with Vlay. I think he'd actually clean out a Cleo and fill that up with water <laughs> and put fish in there.
0: <laughs> so you're saying for her, Dave, what are you saying?
2: Faux. It is faux, but let me just explain to you. It was actually a
0: forty-foot tank that he wanted to ah! do. <laughs> so it was actually false. But so actually, I was right in that a way. Your question was dodgy. Well, yeah, I just kind of uh, changed the question slightly. But yeah, it was, dodgy, he actually dodgy wanted for, ref, apparently that. he wanted a forty-foot tank in his house, and uh, then it was going to span four floors apparently. And end, I think so much to gone. Come on mate. So right. that's
3: exactly what I was saying. So I think I get a point there. You don't get the point because I'm close to the truth there. Eh? Okay, all right. Okay. That
0: dodgy okay. question. Jeez. Question 5. Thierry Henry has been the reason why a word has been added to the Oxford dictionary.
2: Vre Yeah,
0: well there. <laughs> Vavavum. It is vrai. Ah. Vavavum got added to the dictionary because of Henry. Did I win? You won. Uh he says uh, he made the phrase vavavoom va, famous as a result Didn't of, of the um of previously referenced run runaway commercials get this bit the usage and popularity of the word became so incredible that the Oxford Dictionary adopted the word which means the quality of being exciting, vigorous or sexually attractive wow there you go so there's That's Thierry Henry described for there's a you. bit of Avaloon before oh, there you go there you go vrai enfant.
2: very au lovely game that um, right let's get down to it it's time for the rankings as you know we don't do things normally here would you go for a pint with Thierry Henry would you want him in your fiver side team and how iconic has his career been. Ad, we'll start with you. Would you like to go for a drink with the Frenchman? Yeah, I think
0: he'd be a really good laugh. I, th- I think, you know, we see him doing his punditry and stuff. I think he comes across well. I think he's got a good sense of humour. Seems like a you no, know, pretty dry sense of humour. Good laugh. Good fun.
2: Nine. Nine from you, Dave. What are you going for?
3: Yeah, I reckon it'd be decent on night out. I think he'd be. <laughs> A good, very good wingman, of you, you know. Oh, a good wingman. Yeah, you know, you walk into the club. Oh, he's, your he's your backup. Yeah. Unbelievable, you get chatted, don't you? You know what I mean? Uh, well, he's a he's a married man, I believe. So oh, yeah. of I course guess. he's going to oh, play yeah. on the wing. This is he's done his entire <laughs> career. I'm going to go with a nine. I think he'd be a really good wingman. I'm going to go for I'm going to go
2: for nine as well because I actually think he'd be a little bit interested in in your life as well, which is very gracious yeah. and noble.
0: Or I, I think he'd be good at bluffing, pretending he is. Yeah. Like, oh, what, what, why has he lost the point though? Huh? Why he lost the point? Don't know. I think he'd draw a line after a few beers.
2: Um, would you think he'd be like, come on, like let us get it silly. It's not what you want. Did he win a Ballon d'Or? No. Well, there you go. He should have won a Ballon d'Or. Well, he didn't, so it's a nine from me. Um, okay. Would he play in your five-a-side team, Ad? Uh, yeah, I think he'd be... I don't, know if
0: he, I don't know if he'd maybe... If he gets a couple of crunching tackles flown in on him, I don't know how well he'd take that. Right. Um, but, I mean, it's Thierry Henry. He's going to score your goals, isn't he? I'm going to say
2: an eight. I'm going to go for eight from that. What about you, a stat? I'm not sure.
3: I initially think no. It's not going to be that fun to play with. Okay, here we go. Bit of a ball hog. Right in out of ten. He's going to be finessing it all the time. i got to choose the laces, lad. Come on, we're bored of this finish. You made that you run a mockery of the entire pe- You know the entire five people on the other team. it's just get a bit silly, Terry. Look, so get back to what you do well, wingman. So it's a Ab- uh, seven. Seven. I'll go for eight as well.
2: Um, and when we get to iconic moments the honours are there to speak of I mean there's a few missing but not many
0: what, what would you say what, what are you going to say is missing
3: uh, Ballon d'Or I think he was very unfortunate not yeah, to win it that
0: year I, I think he was and I think in terms of what he's won from a team perspective as well there's nothing on there really that's there's nothing missing really is there I'm going to say as well taking all into, into account what he's won and the consistency and also as a person I'm going to go for a nine
2: Nine, big. I think the Ballon d'Or would have put him to a ten. Yeah. What about you?
3: That's why I think. I think if he wins the Champions League with Arsenal and he carries them in that final, which he was unfortunate not to do. Obviously, we spoke about the sending off. That's just a minus one point. So that's a nine,
2: and I'll go for nine as well, which gives us a grand score of seventy-seven. Oh, good score that. (laughs) Very good score. I can confirm
3: the maths is correct. Will. Thank you. You
2: Oh, I was sweating when Did I carried the that? one? Yeah I carried the one there with some carried the one quite quickly which put a lot of pressure onto me uh, Yeah
3: well really you should be carrying the two but let's not we'll, go into your mathematics but i yeah. yeah,
2: <laughs> 77 77 uh, puts him near the top uh, but one of the finest players to ever play in the Premier League uh, all the honours speak for themselves Dave you happy with that? Yeah I think you guys have actually scored okay in this round well played Ad, what about you? Yeah, really happy with that. I think it's justified. I think he's got to be right up there near the top of
0: any kind of uh, rankings list for 21st century footballers because for me, it was definitely one of the most iconic.
2: -um. That has been the Thierry Henry episode. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Cheers, that man. Uh, Merci. Beautiful merci beaucoup thanks Ad as well lovely and sync as always um, if you want to listen to more check out our other episodes get yourself across to our social media platforms as well check out the YouTube yeah, channel we as well we our
3: entire platform for ourselves um, if
2: you'd like to listen to another podcast please search for the footballers book club a club where instead of reviewing great literature they review footballers autobiographies like Chris Kamara's Mr. Unbelievable unbelievable Jeff thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week it sound right boy
1: crowd network a place where you belong When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day. This week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a €10 Euro free bet when you bet €20 Euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair.
0: Max €10 Euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection a minimum odds of minimum mods of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T and C's
3: apply. 18 plus visit gamblingcare.ie.